Good day, everybody. Shout out to uh, all the quarter pounders who are here on time. Uh, you know, I can't hold you guys to a standard in which I do not hold myself. Although, it is important to me to uh, be able to continue to uh, improve. And I think showing up on time is part of that. It helps that uh, I've got an annoying little puppy waking me up every 45 minutes. It's been great. It's so neat getting up every every 45 minutes. I mean, now that I'm 40, I get up every two hours to pee. But, uh, you know, cutting that in half has been has been neat. It's been uh, it's been uh, one of the neatest things that I could. I mean, maybe that I've ever experienced. Um, I hope that everyone's weekend was good. Uh, it's a lot to talk about this week. Holy uh, guacamole. Do I have uh, a huge announcement for you guys? Like I, I'm uh, I'm literally bursting uh, at the scene seems to uh, tell you all about it, but I want to wait till after Halloween so I can do a big reveal on the set. Uh, but uh, got some big goals in 2024 and uh, going to need to get all the help I can to to get those. How was everyone's weekend? How are you guys? Uh, it's cold in Wisconsin now. It was snowing a little bit. If we hit uh, if we hit 4,500 viewers uh, today, I'll bring uh, I'll bring my little diversity higher on the stream. More NES cart goals. I uh, I mentioned I didn't get to it Sunday. You know, it's I actually had kind of last night Sunday were like my first better nights of sleep. Um. But I have to list my Neo Geo collection up for sale. Pac-Man, time for LaFleur to get fired as Packers coach. Well, I don't want to spend too much time on sports ball because most of my viewers don't watch it. I will say this, as a uh, Packer fan, uh, it's very obvious who was calling the plays last year. I'll put it that way. Looks like Matt LaFleur is a, a very terrible offensive coordinator. He needs to pass that job off to save his job. Um, you know... Jordan Love is not the one dropping all those passes either. I mean, the interception wasn't even Jordan's fault. If Jalen Reed pulls that ball in, not only is it a long completion, but it's not an interception. Musgrave dropping third down catches. Aaron Jones dropping first down catches. Uh, these are not Jordan Love's problems. Non-stop holding calls. Every time they get a first down, it gets called back. These are coaching issues. The penalties are coaching issues, so... Um, come, Jeremy, come get your weather. It's messed up down south, bro. It's cold up here. It's supposed to snow tomorrow. Usually, I mean, we do have historically we have had. Oh, and the Bucks got blown out last night too. Um, anyway, historically was you know we've had. I mean, it wasn't that long ago. We had pretty. We have. We've definitely have had snow on Halloween before. It kind of ruins the aesthetic. Um, it's, it doesn't look dark, you know, dark and spooky, but, um, I will say it's, you know, it's fine. I don't really mind snow that much. I'm worried though. Boys, let me tell you, 
Let me tell you something. It's supposed to be real cold this week. And we are now, allegedly, four days away from my, from my Spectrum high-speed internet install. This is very concerning. If they don't get this installed, I'm going to be heartbroken. I need to be able to stream in 1080p. I need to be able to, you know, not have, even when I'm streaming 720p, we still have problems every once in a while. So definitely, definitely, definitely hoping to get that done. Plus, obviously I'm paying $1,500 a month for various satellite internet connections. And even on the highest package Spectrum Business offers, that's just $200 a month. So that's a 1300 that's a mortgage savings. Um, although I don't know how many $1,300 mortgages exist anymore. Ha! Economy burn. Yeah, four or five years ago, there was snow on Halloween. Yeah, definitely. And then usually you end up with like some random warm day in November, you know, a little warm weekend in November. Winter is uh, a, a bizarre time in uh, Wisconsin. So let's start with, we've got some catch-up to do. Uh, over last week's story, let's put a little a little um, bookend, a little bookend in last week's stories. Remember the uh, I'm sure everybody's moved on now, including the mainstream press. But there was uh, a, a mass shooter last week. I don't know if you guys knew that. I don't know if you guys had heard about that. But uh, yeah, there definitely was a mass shooter who definitely got uh, new hearing aids um, and then started to hear voices. I actually, yeah, boom, roasted. Yeah, economy burn, boom, roasted. Uh, yeah, I think um, we were all right. I think most of you all agreed that um, the guy had already been dead. Turns out he was, in fact, dead. Um, they were never going to find him alive, even if he was alive. Yep, true. Uh, big true. I don't think that... Uh, I think there was one headline that the Daily Mail ran, uh, which is, you know, a suboptimal streaming outlet or whatever. But the Daily Mail ran a, a headline that said it was two gunshots. Now... Did he use two pistols at the same time? I don't know if Hil how Hillary does that. I'm not talking about Clinton. I'm not talking about that. Uh, you know, I think you see here the main shooter's body was found near the scene that had already been searched by police. In fact, the only reason they really found him was because of the property owner, as far as I understand. You know, authorities in Maine on Saturday said the body of the suspect from Wednesday's mass shooting was found inside a trailer close to recycling center on Friday evening. A self-inflicted gunshot wound was the apparent cause of death after a two-day manhunt prompted by the latest U.S. mass shooting at a bowling alley and bar that left 18 dead, 13 wounded. Now, what's interesting is uh, the police told reporters that uh, they had recovered another weapon that he called a, quote, long gun inside the suspect's car, but not provide any further details. A note found during the investigation had been addressed 
by card to a loved one, quote-unquote, and though it was not an explicit suicide note, it did include access codes to his bank accounts and a cell phone that investigators are currently trying to examine. On Friday, police released the names of the victims. Uh, You know, it sucks. Everything about this sucks. Uh, Mr. Civility, thank you so much for becoming a monthly supporter, dude. Big, big appreciate. Thank you so much. Um, you know, I think, again, officials express relief after manhunt ends. They didn't find him. I think by all, by all measurements, I think by all measurements, does anybody disagree that the cops kind of sucked here? Like the big one? They didn't get to the scene in time to stop the shooting. They, as far as I know, didn't find the shooter. As far as I know, they never found the actual shooter. He, he, he was dead. <laughs> like he never, they didn't find him. Dude was dead. I mean, they found the body. Okay. They found the body. Right. Right. They didn't stop it. They didn't engage the shooter. They they didn't they 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 basically never found him either. They they like searched the area multiple times um before actually quote unquote finding him. Um and there's also a new twist in this that is extra- extraordinarily frustrating. Um we all know the line, right? Say the line, say the line. Yeah, Daily Mail reported two shots to the head initially. Yeah, they have that in like the alt text or whatever of their um of their uh of their uh headline, but inside the article it didn't say that. You know, which is fine. Um Yeah, I think that this was always how this was gonna end. It is very, very curious to me. Um, you know, it's, what do you think the solution is? Okay. We know, I know a red flag. Yes, I know. I say flag and bag and drag indifferently. Funny. Okay. Make fun of me. That's fine. Um, we know that, you know, it doesn't matter how many times this happens, but it's like these, these people are always known to the police. Always. It's not, it's not even like close. So what do you do? You know, what do you, what do you do? I don't know because I can't support red flag laws because we know how our government will abuse them. Like we just know that. The media coverage, I think, is that, I mean, that's a good point, Ultra Chase. I think the the media coverage is, uh, I don't know. I guess, like, hmm, would I support an outright ban on that? I might. I might. Like, I'm not... You know, I'm not inherently against hamstringing the mili- uh, the mainstream media from, you know, 
inspiring other shooters. That, I think, is a reasonable... I mean, I don't know then. Then you're really infringing on people's First Amendment rights. So I think that that would be tough. Shaky Owens says, perfectly timed. Finished my bag of blackberry cream last night, and my bag of hazelnut churro comes today. Oh, nice. That's a that's a low-key uh, flavor that do, that's really good, I think. But what's, you know... Here's the thing. Look at this article. What? Not that one. This one? Yeah. The police were sent to his home weeks before the massacres amid concerns he is going to snap and commit a mass shooting. So often, so often this is the case. The police know that somebody's a Looney Tune, right? Uh, they, there's usually signs. Usually they were known to police or they were on their radar and yet they commit these crimes. Do you, do you, I mean, is this enough for a red flag law? You know, is this enough to say, uh, you know, Hey, maybe you have to involuntary com involuntarily commit somebody. Bring back insane asylums. You know, it's hard. It's hard to. Um, it's hard to. Uh, it's hard to. I just can't endorse red flag laws because I know they'll be abused. You see, the responding sergeant from the county sheriff's office was told, "Quote: When he answered the door at his trailer." In the past, he usually does so with a handgun uh, in his hand out of view from the person outside. I don't have any problem with that. According to the source familiar with the welfare check, the responding officer learned later in a letter from the National Guard that a fellow guardsman is, quote, concerned that the reservist is going to snap and commit a mass shooting, according to a report filing connection with the wellness check. The 40-year-old went on a two-shooting sh two rampage. It's really just one shooting rampage and two locations Maine has a quote yellow flag law that can be used to assess individuals with access to weapons the first step is for law enforcement to take someone believed to be dangerous into custody and have them evaluated by a medical professional after a diagnosis a judge can approve an order to temporarily remove firearms according to the law a file six missing persons report appears to have been generated by the sergeant who tried to check on the man, but it's unclear if there was any action in regard to his access to weapons. Well, clearly there wasn't. The source was uh, the said in this case who appeared to have been closed October 1st, just 24 days before the shooting. This is, you know, this is the thing like, this is the thing that unfortunately gets abused. Easter Sunday wrote this happened to a friend of mine. He got in a fight with his girlfriend. She got access to his guns and threw them on the lawn. Then she called the cops and told him he was crazy. They arrested him while he was picking up his stuff off the lawn, including his guns. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that... Uh, I think the two inflicted wounds was a, mis a misquote. I, don't, I think there was just one. I haven't seen any, I haven't seen any other um, reports of the two gunshot wounds. 
you know, a lot of people seem convinced that it was a false flag. I understand. Uh, <laughs> I understand uh, why people feel that. Um, I guess the, the best thing to do would be to arm everybody. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, bad people will get the guns. Um, and then, you know, the left will say, well, do you really want to live in a society where everyone's walking around with a gun? Um, yeah, I kind of do. I kind of do. Sure would probably curb a lot of this, um, robbing people. It would probably curb a lot of, uh, theft. Uh, it would probably curb a lot. Now it would also, it would also, um, it would also probably increase the likelihood of, um, people being retards. Um, you know, some stupid idiot gets in some fight over, you know, you see these dumb, like, uh, steroid induced retards getting fights over every little thing. Now they're going to pull a gun. So, I mean, there's that, uh, which would happen. Uh, I do think that tactical shot in chat is c closer to correct. He writes, I believe we need insane asylums and better rehab assets and make law-abiding citizens with guns put on a nationwide pedestal, make engaging with these criminals with deadly force heroic. Yeah, I think a, a national... So, like, uh, I think kind of like um, there's Good Samaritan laws. I don't know if that's on the federal level, but certainly there's some in my state, right? There actually used to be a time, there actually used to be a time where, let's say somebody was having a heart attack. Like we learn about this in CPR class. I, I take a first aid class and first aid, first aid certified. I think everyone should do that. It takes four hours on a Saturday. It should be pr practically, I wouldn't even care if it was required, okay? Like to get your driver's license or so, something, you know? Everyone should know for, it should be a part of hunter safety. That's a fact. It should probably be a part of concealed and carry licensing too. And um, I don't know if, if that's, have I, did I go full author, authoritarian there? Did I go too far? Anyway, I believe very strongly that, you know, everyone should know how to do CPR and everyone should know how to stop, a, stop like heavy bleeding. I, I think not everyone, you know, you learn a lot of stuff in first aid that, you know, like heat stroke. Um, uh, now they teach you what's sad about, I've been doing the first aid training for so long one of the sad things, uh, one of the sad things is that now a big part of it is opioid overdose and how to give people Narcan. We never, we were never trained on Narcan before, and now it's a big part of the training. Um, anyway, uh, so I mentioned the Good Samaritan laws. So in Good Samaritan laws, generally, you know, you, uh, you're protected against, you know, let's say somebody's having a heart attack. You break their ribs trying to save them. They end up surviving or something. Maybe this isn't the perfect example, but uh, or let's say somebody has a cut and uh, you apply a tourniquet to them and you do it incorrectly or whatever or something happens and then they lose like two fingers or something. I don't know. Well, they could sue you, right? So now it's like... um. So with Good Samaritan laws, if you, you know, trying to help somebody and you, you inadvertently do harm, well, then you're protected. Much like that, I think I agree that any, like, if you, just like there's a Nobel Peace Prize, you should get a million dollar cash prize if you shoot a mass shooter. Imagine that. 
Think about how effective that would be. Million dollar cash prize to anyone who shoots a mass shooter. And if there's a mass shooter in prog progress, 10 million. Okay. 10 million. What if it, what, what, what do you think that that would do? You know, million bucks, a lot of money. Million dollar tax free. Tax free. Tax free. How many of these how many of these idiots would would do that? I'd be I'd be spending my weekends at the mall just chilling. You know, like you go get yourself a gun, you get yourself trained. You know? <laughs> Woohoo! I'm going to Disneyland, sir. You just, you, sir, you just fired 18 rounds from your, from uh, various handguns you were carrying on into a mass shooter. How do you feel? I'm going to Disneyland. You know, like it would be. I suspect um, you'd get lunatics that force someone to commit a shooting so they could stop them and claim 10 million dollars. Um, okay. You're still stopping a mass shooting. Will we make the reward available to law enforcement? Yes. Why not? Why not? You know, why not? <laughs> Come on, big money. Like just hanging out in the high school parking lot. Come on. I see that kid over there at the trench court. Come on, man. You're ready to crack. No thanks needed, ma'am. I just do it for the joy of killing. <laughs> Ice Wells. <laughs> well, we need a safety courses for gun ownerships in all states. Or states we have hunting classes, but not carry courses. It makes no sense to me. Gun safety is important. Well, in Wisconsin, th those are available. They're just not required. You know? Start selling SSRIs behind the gym. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> all the all the all the um, meatheads that are buying like uh, Chinese steroids also start selling SSRIs. Create your own money. I mean, I think like. <laughs> I mean, you know, what about a million dollars? You know. Okay, then we'll make the prize only available to the prize is only available to civilians. I guess cops shouldn't get a lottery payday for doing their job. Have you if you haven't bought a PWO out of the back of a trunk, are you even lifting? I I don't think so. The VA puts me on all kinds of SSRI, as you can imagine, worst time of my life. Yeah, the v I mean, the VA is not great, you know. A very smart white guy I know died from using Chinese and Thai and whatever steroids he was buying. Bro, I have a friend who buys all... This is like a open secret. 
in the lifting community, these guys are buying whatever freaking roids they're getting. Uh, I don't know where they're getting them, but uh, there's that. And then the willingness for people that are so concerned about what they put in their body. It's so weird to me. Like they'll buy like um, a lot of guys who um, take a lot of steroids, you know, when they're on gear they're they, they start getting ED erectile dysfunction. So they're buying um, like generic over weird, you know, dark web Cialis that comes shipped in a teddy bear. Like I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. It's like 500 Cialis pills that come in a teddy bear. I've seen it. So I, you know, I don't know, you know, this guy's measuring every calorie he takes in his body, but he's buying Chinesium Cialis. Are you going to dress up in a costume for your Halloween videos? I don't know. I feel like everyone should dress up for tomorrow's stream. You know, I think that that, I think that that would be, you could find an IRL a team from a bunch of disgruntled vets at the VA. Yeah. Yeah. The peptide stuff is too. take a shot to get a boner and a tan too. Wait, what? <laughs> YouTube fitness industry, 99% are all fake natties and on roids. Very few select naturals, less than 1%. Everything is fake in fitness. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a funny space to be honest with you. To be, I, I'm also going to be honest with you here. I actually don't care that people take steroids at all. I think you should be able to buy all the steroids you want. Uh, I think that a lot of men would really benefit from, like, I've really thought about getting on, um, what is it that you get on when you're like low T? I have a lot of like middle-aged friends that are on this stuff and they're like, it changed my life. I have more energy, I'm losing weight. I feel, you know, better. Um, it's like, uh, I, I don't know what it's called. But it's not like a it's not like a hard roid for lifting, but it's for or TRT. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, like men should be more open to TRT based on what I'm hearing. I'm not a doctor. I'm you know I'm not a doctor, so I don't know. But I know a lot of guys who take TRT and are like, dude, it's awesome. You know. And uh, I don't know if there's any kind of long term effects or you know anything like that, but. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, this was interesting. So now we're seeing the TRT is awesome, but it's super expensive. You know why it's super expensive is because you need a prescription. I think you get rid of that and you let people go buy it. If you're 21 years old or 18 years old, you should be able to buy TRT. There's no question in my mind. I can buy, I can buy weed. TRT causes hair loss fairly often. Oh, that's true. I w that's actually a good point because most of the people that I know take it shave their head. <laughs> and so I didn't see them lose their hair. But, um, you know, I that must have been, <laughs> been a thing, you know. I'd rather not pine after women and have more money for guitars. Well, you're already winning. Pro-Palestinian mobs force flight from Israel to Russia to be diverted and target next airport where it landed. These are terrorists, right? Look, I'll, I'll hear the, 
You know, I think that, again, Israel, in particular, the IDF, you know, the IDF sucks balls, okay? They've done some terrible things, and I don't want to hear any justification for it, okay? They've done terrible things. So has Hamas, far worse things. But it seems like only one group has all these weird terrorist sympathizers. Well, actually, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. It, maybe they, maybe the, I guess everyone, anyone unequivocally supporting Israel is also supporting bad acts too. Anyone who is un, what's the word, uncritically supporting is, uh, you know, is supporting bad behavior. But this is a flight, insane footage on Russia social media from macaroni and cheese in North Caucasus region where there have been anti, several anti-Semitic protests. This isn't an anti-Semitic protest. This is like these people are stalking them. I mean, I think if you understand Europe, uh, Europe is not, you know, when you're out here in the West... You think that you think of like uh, beer b beer maidens. You think of like beer maidens, and you know all this kind of stuff. That's simply not like Europe is extremely imported and extremely Muslim. Extremely, they willingly did that. They willingly imported millions of fighting age Muslim men and told you that it was good. And all you need to do is look at all the, all the demonstrations this weekend. Hundreds of thousands of people in the streets. And now they're like, I used to get my kids Panera mac and cheese, but it's $12 for a small cup now. It's insane. Price, the food of... The cost of food everywhere is, is mental right now. And so you have like, what were these? So they have Israelis fleeing Israel and these pro-Palestine, I mean, pro-Hamas people uh, f forcing a plane to divert to another airport. And then all these weirdos showed up at that airport too. I'm shocked that Germany imported people that hate Jews. Shocked, I say. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, Europe is lost. America's close to it. Is Germany going to be Goatman or Seth Rogen? I, I, I don't even have to put a costume on to be Seth Rogen. <laughs> Weed, Lamau. <laughs> if, if you disagree with me, you're anti-Semitic. <laughs> Lamau. I mean, the mob allegedly forced some travelers at the airport to denounce Israel on camera and agree that Jewish refugees were not welcome to stay in Dagestan. I mean, tell me again which side is the good side here. Tell me again how these people aren't racist. Kathleen Kennedy trying to sue South Park? 
No way. I don't see anything like that. Was it by a guy named Mike Zero? Is that who, who is that who made it? Remember when everybody pushed that this chick was alive and well, by the way? Ha, Michael, I knew it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did I know? That guy just makes stuff up, dude. I'm not telling you to not watch his movies or his videos or anything, but he just literally makes it up. He doesn't even like, I mean, I would respect it more if it was just clickbait, but he literally just makes up lives. It's so weird. Remember they were put, they were saying, oh, this woman's alive. This woman's alive. Here's her body. She's definitely alive. No, they violently raped her multiple times and beheaded her because that's what terrorists do. When they said that, that the terrorists had taken a woman that looks like this, I knew, I knew what was going to happen. That's the funniest thing. That's the funniest thing about these terrorists. Ooh, Western women, bad debauchery, bad, but, uh, I'm going to gang rape a woman so my dick's surrounded by all these other terrorist jizz inside of her. Uh, but that's not gay at all. We're all going to we're all going to have sex with this this uh cockroach as they call them. And people actually reported that she was alive and well, by the way. The sad thing is like they probably had sex with her after they cut her head off, too. I mean, you might think I'm kidding, but I'm not. The sad, the sad thing is, with a lot of these, like, uh, every time, you have to respect their ability to perform under pressure. That's true, I do. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes it's hard for me to pee if a guy's standing next to me. The... Um, it's just so like every time I see like a, a female that got, um, you know, kidnapped by these terrorists, you, it's just, you inherently know what's happening to them. And it's like, when they get released, do you think those women are ever the same? You think these terrorists are taking these women and like just putting them on the couch to watch Netflix. No, they're raping the shit out of them repeatedly, nonstop, with no end. And then their 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 best hope is to get released. And they probably have, you know, seven different STDs, probably pregnant with a terrorist baby. That's that's what awaits these women that get taken as hostages. I'm sorry to be so graphic, but like every time the news runs this, like, oh, they released some female terrorists. Yeah. Or some female hostages. Great. Sure. Like what? Go talk to any of those women and ask them what happened to them while they were in. And by the way, they do this to like 70 year old women, too. You know, like they 
they do this to like they don't you don't have to be young and pretty. They'll do it to a 10-year-old girl. And I got so many like you got people lining up to say you know, oh, this is cool. Like I support this. I'm thinking about taking up paragliding. Like they wouldn't brutally, like they wouldn't brutally rape their mothers and daughters. You talk to anybody, you talk to anybody that served in the military, let's say, and these people are around, they may even be in chat. You talk about, you talk about, you talk to anybody who's been in the military that served in either Desert Storm, they'd be a little bit older. But in George Bush's fake war in Afghanistan and Iraq, you talk to them about what they saw these people do. You know? They're absolute animals, all of them. And, and you know, I, I, don't, uh, I don't have a lot of time. Did you see that list? There was a list floating around the internet of like the 10 richest people on earth and three of them were leaders of Hamas, multi-billionaires. Okay. So, um, I just, I don't have a lot of time for it. That's why it's funny seeing all these college students cheering on Hamas and Palestinian soldiers. It blows my mind. Yeah. None of these I'm wrong in spreading hate. Are you saying terrorists don't rape these women? Because I assure you they do. I assure you that they violently raped that young girl probably dozens of times before beheading her. I mean, are you kidding me? Why do you think that other girl that got out of the truck was bleeding out of her asshole? Do you think she just had spicy hot diarrhea from Taco Bell? Or is it maybe that 10 terrorists violently raped her? I mean... I don't, you know, shout out to the Palestinian civilians. I hope they get out. Um, I, I, you know, I support giving humanitarian aid to get them out, women and children. Um, but, you know, I just, <laughs> I've seen enough. Send Mia Khalifa over there and see what they would do to her. Yeah, it's just... Say Muslim men instead of terrorists. No, I know Muslim men that are that are good people. There are lots of good Muslim men. I don't. I don't. Uh, I'm talking about terrorists. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. You shouldn't either. There's a lot of Muslims in the world that are not terrorists. Um, you know. And by the way, is anybody else think? By the way, as I've gone from. Yeah, the same garbage is going on our southern border. Yeah, do you think? Tactical shots, right? All of these people that are that are like open the border and this, that, and the other thing. Did you know? And maybe someone can get the actual. Maybe can get somebody can get the actual number, but I I believe it's as high as eighty percent or more, of women and young girls that are coming across our border on the on the southern border are getting violently raped. Did like? Do you think liberals know that? Do you think liberals know that mo the overwhelming majority, I believe over, th over uh, two-thirds of them are getting violently raped? 12, 13-year-olds? That's who's coming across our border. 
that's what we're incentivizing by making people ma making it seem like they can come here. If they didn't think they could come here, there would be no coyotes who are again violently raping these women. Kids. And then basically you're importing people who are going to be mentally damaged for the rest of their life. Is it one out of three? I remember it was a very high number. I felt like I saw even higher. So, you know, maybe, maybe if you, maybe if you didn't incentivize the Southern border crossing there, you would, you would stop a hundred thousand rapes a month. It's an insanely high number, but I 100% believe. I feel like I saw it was very, very high. Not to mention all the ones that die on the way over here. Yeah. Jeremy, 2010, it was 60%. Yeah, so there you go. In 2010, it was 60% of these women are getting raped. But yeah, open the border. Yeah, I'm, this, by the way, this German woman that was like the face of, I think Charlie Kirk's TPUSA paraded around that she was alive and well, and they were trying to run interference for Hamas or something like that. I saw some people like it's, it's, you know why a lot of this stuff is so vi visceral when you hear it? Maybe it was 60%. Okay. It was insanely high, right? Is that, I don't know if. I don't know if is it, if this is the reason that these people can do these horrible things. Her own mom was, yeah, right, exactly, yeah. the The reason these people can do such terrible things is because they are extraordinarily low IQ. They are uh, plagued by years of inbreeding. They are. Um, religious zealots who do not see their enemies as human, which is why they rape them and behead them. Now, what's weird to me is if I think something subhuman, I don't want to put my penis in it. But uh, that's maybe where the IQ thing comes. Uh, they see them as subhuman, and and perhaps Israel's IDF thinks the same of Pakistan or uh, the people in Palestine. I don't know. But um, these are inconvenient truths and facts that get, get you called racist. But, I mean, look it up. Look it up. Then there's this article. Watch out, Jews. We're going to get it light in the second half. We're going to talk about some entertainment news and stuff like that in the second half. Watch out, Jews. Jihad is coming. FBI is investigates Cornell University messaging board after vile anti-Semitic threats are made against students. Does anybody... Now, again, before I say this, like, I, I again, I don't care. So just so we're clear, I don't want us to send $100 billion to Israel. I think that the Israel's IDF and policies against the Palestinian people... Uh, certainly are questionable. Um, and certainly, obviously, it's much easier to say, okay, terrorists are bad. But like, I don't care about either side. I care about innocent civilians caught in the crossfire, but 
Has anybody noticed that there has been an insane rise? Now, maybe they're all fake, right? Like remember during BLM, there was like a 400,000% increase in hate crimes, but then the media was completely ignoring the media was completely ignoring all. Remember when they were saying stop a Asian hate, but they wouldn't tell you who is doing the Asian hate. That was one of the, that was perhaps one of the most hilarious um, media uh, campaigns. It was like the, the stop Asian hate thing. And that was like, wait a minute. I don't have any problem with Asian people. What the hell? Oh, you know, every day, 200 Asians, uh, 200 Asians were getting uh, violently assaulted in New York. And then you'd say, by who? And then they would say, what are you talking about, racist? <laughs> but the, you know, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, hey, dial it back, softy. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Mod. Yeah. There's some pretty, I have very few rules in chat, but don't be a piece of shit is kind of one of them. So when you look at all of these things, maybe they're all false flags, but I sure am seeing a lot of swastikas painted on local businesses. I'm seeing a lot of this kind of stuff, you know, Cornell university messaging board, Jihad is coming. I'm seeing lots of, uh, unhinged mobs of people and they are all, they are exclusively representing one side of the conflict. Does anybody think that that's perhaps odd? Where are the mobs of Jews parading through college campuses? Where are the mobs, where are the, where are the Jewish people who are going to Palestinian owned businesses and, and, uh, and, um, you know, vandalizing them? I, I, I haven't seen one. I have not seen a single incident. Wokeloons got suckered by Biden and his Warhawk cabal. Yeah. Dude, Biden's so cooked. Bi Biden is so cooked. Like, the... <laughs> yeah, okay, enough blackpilling. Can we talk about Brie Larson's tatas? Like, yeah, we're almost done on the black pill. We're moving to the more like... Some Jews are pro-Palestine. Hey, I know this is, you know, this is ignorant, but like... Why can't they just both have their own states? Well, because Hamas, which has billions and billions of dollars and runs the place, doesn't want that. So at some point, do you know that like, do you know that if like this was the 1800s and it was like, everything was the same right now, but it was the 1800s. Nobody would even bat an eye if Israel had gone in and completely glassed Palestine, everyone would have said, yep, that makes sense. They conquered the area. That's the thing. But in 2023, we don't, people don't, people are uncomfortable with the idea of conquering. And, and, um, you know, it's the whole thing like, oh, Native Americans were in America first. So, um, you were, no, they got conquered. We didn't, we didn't just move in and take take it they got conquered civilizations have been getting conquered since the beginning of time when neanderthals were conquered by whatever the cave people or whatever there was like two remember there was like two races of you know at the beginning of time like 
at, at any all through history civilizations have conquered each other and uh i i mean that's to me that's what israel wants to do right i know nothing past the last 75 years well that may be true but i also know that the nation is run are you denying that palestine is run by hamas You know, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not. Hey, I'm not saying like, quote unquote, Palestine deserves anything. I'm not saying that. And I'm not saying that Israel is uh, like clearly in the right here. What I'm saying is, and it makes you uncomfortable, maybe or some people uncomfortable is Israel wants to conquer Palestine and has wanted to conquer Palestine for a very long time. And they would have if it was more culturally accepted. Does anybody disagree with that? If this was a hundred years ago, Israel would have went in there and wiped them all out. And it would have been like, and now it would be 2023 and we'd all be like, oh, that's Israel. It's twice as big now. That's how, I mean, that's, does anybody disagree with that? Am I, am I totally off? All the people protesting in support of terrorists need to be gathered up and airdropped in the Middle East and see how long less. Yeah, I mean, go fight for them, right? <laughs> With our weapons. Yeah, American, American weapons, of course. I don't think that, I don't think that the majority of people in Palestine want to fight wars with Israel. I think they just want to exist, but they're in this like fucked up situation. Where they can't, <coughs> where they can't exist. Like they can't, they can't go to Israel and they can't go north. They're stuck there. I'm not choosing a side. They hate American weapons. Israel gave them the land. They misuse it. Then launched a point of terror. Time for them to take it back. I'm just saying. If it was a hundred years ago, that's this would have already happened. So maybe find a way to get the civilians, the innocent civilians, out of there and relocate them so that this can end. Isn't that the goal anyway? Isn't that the goal? We want to save the civilians? I do. I want the civilians to be okay. You know, and, and uh, to any civilized, to any civilized country, so whatever happened 200 years ago is irrelevant, completely irrelevant. Remember 95 Palestinians didn't know that Hamas would attack. I'm saying, look, I'm, am I not being clear that I, you know, I'm not saying, you know, I'm just saying like, I want to be clear that I. I want Palestinian civilians to get out of there and be safe. Not to get out of there, but to be safe. And if the best way to do that is to relocate, then why don't they do that? Relocate, relocate to where? I don't know. Europe seems nice. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. China seems nice. Can we do a fun stream tomorrow? 
Um, yeah, probably. Maybe we'll do, uh, maybe we'll do the, um, you know, maybe we'll do the, uh, do some sort of spooky theme tomorrow. No Muslim countries want to take, want to take in refugees. Oh, I know that. I wonder why that is. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder why that could be. How, why, why, why is that? Uh-oh. <laughs> Lucky puppy. Hey, Ruby. They lost, tell them to move. I mean, that's... I, is that fucked to say? I mean, I, I feel like I'm there. I want them to be able to live and be, be happy. The surrounding Muslim countries won't let Palestinians leave because they are a great for world optics. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Why should they have to relocate? I'm not saying they have to relocate. I'm saying if they want to survive and thrive, they should relocate. You know? How about, uh, how about, uh, Egypt is turning away women and children. Well, yeah, of course they are. Wait, women too? Looks like Hassan's in some trouble. Are we good or evil? The United States? It's a good it's a good nation that does does evil things. Oh yeah, how about Canada? There's a lot of land in Canada. And Trudeau and Trudeau loves immigrants, right? There you go. Jeremy, all this began with Moses. They escaped Egypt and went to the promised land. God said to conquer the Palestinians and take the promised land. It's been going it's been going on since. Okay, well, uh, just like most wars, religion fuels it. Interview Max Blumenthal, Dan Cohen. Hey, tell them that I'm happy to have them on. All right, I see you, Summer Rose. I see you, you know, fighting the good fight in chat. I'm happy to be proven wrong, okay? I would love to have them on. In fact, I have a bunch. You, you want to know who I've got coming on the show? I was going to do a puppy reveal today if we got to 4,000 viewers, but it's Monday, so those are usually light days, but we'll probably do one tomorrow. Um, I got a big bunch of new guests coming up for the show. Um, this Thursday, I'm doing... Uh, Thursday guest shows now, Ryan Cannell. Friday, Tim Young. Then Thursday, November 9th, Jordan Satchel. Shatchel. Then Mark Dice. Then Eric July. Then Alex from Predator Poachers. Then Dave Landau. And then Sticks Hexenhammer. We're finishing the year with some bangers. We may get there. There's usually a bump after 1 o'clock. 
Yeah, Mark Dice on uh on a unfiltered stream should be could be a very spicy. Isn't uh, that Jordan Shatchel guy a Jewish? Isn't he Jewish? <coughs> I'm working hard at getting guests and I'm doing two, two guest, two guest shows a week now because it seems like, it seems like, and I'm totally not offended by this and, and hurt to my core at all. I'm totally not humbled at all by this. Um, and people seem to like show the shows, uh, with guests far more than just me. So, uh, I'm I'm listening to feedback and adjusting my show. Uh, thanks, Shy Shy. Uh, adjusting my show accordingly. My job is to entertain you all and to provide a good stream every day. Um. So yeah, let's get into some more like less black pill content. This is the last like. Uh, this is the last like terrible news. Dave not being live is the downfall. What do you mean? Dave is live. It's going to be live. They pull in their own audiences too. So there's that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think, uh, I'm never going to do guests every day, but guests on two days seems good. Let's start there. You know, if I had any more than, you know, two guests, I'd need a full-time booker. I like Eric and the idea of Ripaverse, but ISOM is objectively bad. I mean, that's okay. You don't have to like everything. It's because I'm good at interviewing guests. Oh, thanks. I feel like I've gotten better at it. I do, you know, one thing I do when I bring people on is I do prepare. Like, I do prepare for them, you know? And I, I try to understand who they are and, you know, what's important to them. And then we talk about what's, you know... Hassan Piker, most of you know him probably by his more popular moniker, Hamas Piker, uh, is the son of Cenk Uger, who is currently delusionally running for the president of the United States. Make sure you leave a like on the video for that sweet opening sentence if you enjoyed it. And if you're new to the channel and you're just hanging out, please do follow or subscribe down below. It's hard out there to find people, to find people to, um, uh, you know, to, to, for my videos to find people. So subscribing and following help that. Uh, but anyway, um, it looks like the media is picking up on uh, some spicy statements made by uh, Mr. Hassan Abi, uh, who is himself a settler. Curiously, had some things to say about um, settlers from Israel, including babies, but seemingly forgetting that Hassan is from Turkey and has, in fact, settled here in America. And some news articles are kicking up around it. The Young Turk streamer backs the ending of babies and says that the group has a legal ground to do it if they're, quote, settlers. I just want that to sink in. 
Uh, that Rumple. Hey, Jeremy, if I can get you Rose McGowan, we have her. I'll have anybody on. I'm 100% committed to getting this show over 10,000 viewers a day. And if that means I have to interview people every day, I'll do it. All right, I'm going to let the dogs out quick. Hold on. Who let the dogs out? Papa, Papa, Papa. Who let the huckies out? Papa, Papa, Papa. Here they come. Chair stream. Da 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 da. Chair stream. Da 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 da. Chair stream. Chair stream. All right. Substituting banned YouTubers must get annoying. It does. That's why I'm so committed to. Making the rumble stream work. I haven't really broken through yet. Mondays are usually lighter. I get that. Um, but I think rumble really wants me to be closer to 10 to 15,000. So I got to figure that out. I have a, actually a huge plan for that. A huge, huge promotion. How about uh, $10,000 in prizes for people who watch my show here on rumble? Ten thousand dollars a gaming computer a nintendo switch oled a ps5 20 70 gift cards to the nintendo eShop, 20 70 steam gift cards 20 70 amazon gift cards the legos rivendell 500 lego set lego nintendo set the lego atari set a 512 gigabyte steam deck just for you. And thousands of dollars in coffee. That rumple. Oh, Jeremy, my acting coach is a semi-famous actor in Hollywood. Um, talk to strike details. Yeah, I mean, you can always email me. I tried to really buy a bunch of different stuff that uh, would interest a lot of different people. You don't even have to, you don't even have to be a local subscriber or anything like that. You just have to be here. Oh, UPS guys here, dogs outside. So it's not just free. I have thousands of dollars in free coffee too. Did I order a bunch of advent calendars for the Christmas season? I didn't because, uh, it didn't seem people, I don't know. Maybe if I did it on the live stream, it'd be a better hit, but people didn't seem to care about it. Anyway. So one of the most watched commentators on the streaming channel of Twitch has defended the uh, ending of the babies. Um, Hassan appeared as a guest on the H3 podcast back on October 12th. Wow, they're really dredging this up. This is a brand new article from today. Asked the host, um, an Israeli-American, Ethan Klein, about everything that was going on. Hassan Piker, born in New Jersey to Turkish parents and raised in Istanbul, told Klein that he thought that everything was justified. I mean, yikes. Now, I have seen Hassan's take on this. I don't believe this is the most charitable representation of what he said. I mean, I think 
some of the things he talked about, some of the things he does talk about, you know, um, maybe are more defensible, but I think that, you know, this particular one, uh, <laughs> not great. I mean, this, this guy is, um, you know, somebody that has, how do I say, like he's been screwing around for a long time. And he's the same guy that America, he said America deserved what happened to it on uh, September the 11th. He said some heinous stuff about um, Ipatch McCain. I forget his real name now. I just know him as Ipatch McCain. We know that he's afraid to box Sam Hyde. We know all sorts of stuff like that. Um, he he says shocking things for attention, and this is exactly what he he wants. But I think that this is actually a little bit different because this is a a, a uh, this is different. You know, you can cloud chase and say you could. You're allowed to say America deserved it, but if you're if you're gonna <clears throat> go out there at ten toes on the ground and say that, oh yeah, get rid of the babies, you're gonna get articles like this. Client told client told Piker, quote, if they were settlers, that would be a lot more understandable. Hassan replied, there are baby settlers as well. There are baby settlers as well. There are babies in the settlements. Klein said, but the babies who were ended were not. And then Hassan said, I know. He then moved on to declare that he was a one-stater and defended YouTuber JT Chapman, who tweeted his own defense of the uh, attacks. Hassan's own Twitch channel has 2.6 million followers who tune in daily to watch him play video games and musing about politics. He majored in politics and communication at Rutgers University in New Jersey. Again, Hassan is a settler himself. Um, I only know him really as the professor. I don't know if you if you remember the professor, but that's that's all I know him from. You know, uh, that's mostly um, how he you know got on my radar by by having sweet um pickup lines and how to hook up with uh chicks you know that 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 was always the best uh in my opinion the the professor on the young turks when he's he's just been a he's been looking for fame and cloud his whole life um hassan is now being obviously denounced by many and remember that you know this is a guy okay that essentially forced Ethan Klein off of Twitter. Um, and again, just let's bring back this banger here. Remember this. People coming here saying that I shouldn't be talking about this, and I'll read it. Hassan's Discord, and by the way, to the... This is the co-host of that show, The Leftovers, okay? So he is Jewish. He's Ashkenazi Jew from Israel, dual citizenship, um, and he runs a show with Hassan Piker, who again said that apparently, according to the Daily Mail, that the babies deserve to be erased. The people who are in that discord, I saw everything you guys said. It was recorded, sent to me during our, our, uh, whole episode <clears throat> on the Gaza Israel conflict. What I saw in that discord was you. This is Hassan's viewers. Remember universal near universal praise for hamas near universal saying people deserved it near universal people saying dudes 
who was like, the hang gliders came in and showed him what's up. People saying he's spitting facts near universal. People near universally calling me a Zionist pig, fucking mass murdering, genocidal uh -huh. freak. <laughs> and if you want to know the truth, that shit fucked me up seeing that discord. Because it made me realize that a lot of these people are watching this show and it frankly disturbed me. That clip would then go on to serve as the definition uh, for the reason that he is. I mean, that this was essentially the reason that he ended Leftovers or put it on pause. Certainly the reason that he left Twitter, uh, I would argue. It, it seems pretty likely that that's why he left Twitter. Um, and probably ending his friendship with Hassan. Um, you know, I think that, by the way, this is Sean Fitzgerald. He will be on my live stream. We're working on picking out a date. He'll be a upcoming guest along with, you know, Mark Dice, Tim Young, Sticks Hexenhammer, and so many more. If you're not watching my live streams at noon central on weekdays, you're missing out or at least watching them later, you know. This is, you know, they're going to, he's been playing around. You know, he's essentially got famous dunking on America, saying America bad, hating America, even though it's given him every opportunity in the plant and in, you know, in the world. Um, even his dad, um, his dad went on Tim Pool's show and said he loves America. He's running for president, which we all know is just a grift. You know, it's just a grift for um, Chink Uger to get back in the in the headlines and to generate money for fundraising, which he couldn't even win. I feel like he was running for another position in California and he couldn't even finish in the top five. I don't know why he thinks he's going to run for president. It's an obvious grift. Um, but, you know, that's that's the uh, interesting. That's the interesting part. Wait, AJW called out Jeremy to make a video about the new woke goosebumps. Where? Can somebody email me? I will make a video about the woke if their goosebumps got woke. Now, of course, uh, Hassan's uncle, Cenk Uger, co-founded the YouTube political chat show, The Young Turks, which, by the way, you should look up what that means. The group of people that call themselves The Young Turks, I think you should probably look into that. Now, even though they have, you know, strongly denied why they named it that way, a lot of people believe that that's BS. You know, he's raised, he's raised over a million dollars for Palestinian churches thanks to fundraising drive on Twitch. Well, I'm, we'll see how, you know, we'll see how that goes. But you see the comments. This POS needs to get canceled. ASAP, 2,000 votes. No one has the right to take life. 1,600 up votes. This guy's an idiot. His audience is overwhelmingly American, which is hilarious as he claimed the USA deserved it. At 1,488 upvotes. Um, you know, I, I think that <laughs> babies aren't settlers. They can't make decisions. So by that same logic, shouldn't anchor babies, the families of anchor babies in the United States, be erased or whatever? I, 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 don't, I mean, according to, according to Hassan Piker, also known as the professor, you see this tweet I put out even like, again, I... I think he's an idiot, but he, you know, he said a lot of heinous things, but this may be the thing that gets him some, it depends if other mainstream media outlets pick it up. The daily mail is kind of a rag. 
I mean, it's like mid-tier. But, you know, if you start seeing this get picked up by other outlets, <coughs> they're going to be in trouble. You know, um, this is in line with his followers. The next sleepover with Ethan will be uncomfortable. Um, you know, I wonder if he should go over there and fight the war. You know, it sure seems like he's pro-war. Noticing the same protesters that have Ukraine flags in their profile support this, all this kind of stuff. Um, it feel, A lot of people say he flew too close to the sun. By his logic, Serbs have every right to go after Kosovo Albanians. He's done. Isn't Hassan himself a settler? Yes, he is, in fact, a settler. Been waiting for this. I mean, the Candyman appears to, uh, to uh, be coming here. I think that, you know, Hassan is allowed to say the things he wants to say. This is America, even if he is just a settler here. That's his terminology, not mine. But I do think it's interesting that uh, he would say, oh, yeah, well, you can get rid of the babies. Uh, that's fine. They're baby settlers. That's an awfully suspicious position to have for the professor. If you don't know who the professor is, then you should probably look that up, too. I hope you enjoyed this video. If you did. Make sure you leave a like on it right now. If you haven't yet, subscribe or follow. Yeah, I, I don't think Hassan will get canceled for this, but I do think that Hassan <coughs> um, is playing with fire here. You know, he's definitely playing with fire here. You know, it's uh, you don't get to go and say that, the you know, you can't, you can't have a position online that says, quote unquote, the Jew babies deserved it. Uh, not have some blowback. That's that's what Hassan is saying, right? Otherwise, uh, otherwise, a video called "Disney Destroys Goosebumps" and your face appears at four oh three. Oh, that's a AJW video. I'll check it out. Uh, actual justice warrior will be on my channel once he can pick a date. I think he's traveling or something like that right now, moving or something. <clears throat> By the way, shout out if you're a new viewer today. Make sure you introduce yourself in chat. Make sure you create a Rumble account. You follow this video or follow this channel. I'm live every day from 12, from 11.45 really-ish to just before 2 or around 2 o'clock. You know how Disney, you know, had this live action remake um, that is extremely progressive and and woke and awesome in every conceivable way um, because, you know, white people bad. Uh, uh, Skillies says uh, it might get picked up and attached to him to Chenk because Chenk is the only pre is in the presidential race to make Biden drop out by his own admission. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. So Snow White live action remake reveals first look at Zegler with CGI dwarves after major backlash. Uh oh, Pascadios. Uh oh, Pascadios. Remember when they had these these like weird progressive dwarves that were uh look like here's the prince 
Uh, here's one actual dwarf. Here's a black guy with an afro. Here's a normal-looking white dude. Here's another normal-looking white dude. Here is a extremely black woman. Here's another black woman with space buns. And then this guy in the back with some sort of rainbow headscarf probably is non-binary or something like that. They actually had these people cast. They had these people cast and they have now replaced them with CGI. Think about that. Think about how much money they just lost, boys and girls. They will, it will probably cost them. I mean, what, if I had to put a guess on the amount of CGI work that they're going to have to do now. Now, I don't know how many scenes the dwarves are in. So if the dwarves aren't in, let's say the dwarves are in 30% of the movie. You know, the cost is very different than if they're in 70% of the movie. Um, the thing is, CGI is not cheap. It's, the cost is probably, I don't know, 10 to 20 million to do this CGI, I'm going to guess. And by the way, uh, hashtag Snow White so white. Yeah, they replaced all the brown POCs with CGI and not just CGI, white people. I mean, go ahead and talk about talk about absolute you know, just appalling news. I think yeah, Heisenbrock says 50 million easily. Yeah, I mean, I think if they're in if they're in 50, 60% of the movie, it could be 40 to $60 million in CGI. I don't know. You know, it's very expensive. And, and I don't know how much, how much of the movie they're going to have to refilm too. Remember they're going to have to refilm a lot of this. What's up, Rick. Good to see you, bud. And, and then the, uh, like Ubuck says 60 to 7 million to be massive reshoots. Yeah. Think about that. What are the odds that they don't have to do some massive reshoots? What are the what are the odds? I, I suspect near zero. Like they're they're going to have to do massive reshoots in addition to the massive amount of CGI. You know? Like, massive. And now what will progressives say? They're not multicultural. They're all white. Who white? With big noses. What are they saying? I mean, I just, I love this. I mean, do you guys just love this? Here's the, here's the complicated thing, friends, though. Here's the complicated thing. Okay. This is a win for us. So what do you do? Because, you know, we saw this with Bud Light, right? When Bud Light, you know, tried to cave or whatever, right? Actually, Bud Light did not cave. What would be a better example? There have been examples. Well, I can't think of one right off the top of my head. Chat, you'll be able to bail me out probably. But 
like they made this change because of fan feedback. And if we still don't go see the movie, it's like, are we going to disincentivize them making changes going forward? You know, th that I worry about. I'm trying to remember when like, oh, the Liberty Safe one would be a good example. So Liberty Safe comes out and says, all right, we're changing all this stuff to make sure uh, to make sure we don't have any, um, you know, we don't keep any combinations on file, this, that, and the other. Um, but people said, why did you never talk about the woke Pinocchio movie? I'm pretty sure I did, to be honest with you. Um, you know, I, I guess like the overall Disney boycott should remain. And the fact that, you know, the feminist, the feminist like angles of this movie have not been removed, right? They still say that Prince Charming is weird, weird. And they still say that, um, you know, Snow White's bra a brown Latino girl with weird eyebrows. Um, so, and they still expect me to believe that Gal Gadot is jealous of her looks. So I guess we don't go support this movie. If they replace Zegler, then I think I'd have to at least buy a ticket. <laughs> Somebody mentioned watch the Daily Wire Snow White. I don't know. Maybe this is just because I'm also a YouTuber, right? Is this a bad... This might be a bad take. I admit, I admit this might be a bad take, friends, okay? But I also admit that it, I'm just being honest. And that's one thing that if you've watched me over the years, you know that I might have a bad take every now and again. Um, maybe you think it's more often than not, right? But uh, I don't care for Brett Cooper as Snow White. It's weird. It's immersion-breaking for me. I don't like it. No matter what she does in that movie, I'm going to see that girl that Daily Wire hired to react to TikToks. And that's not Brett's fault. That's not her fault, and it's not fair. Wait, Jeremy and Salty Cracker pissed me off right here saying Trump did not win in 2020. Well, he's not the president, at least. Pac-Man, even with the changes, I won't see it because it's like, I mean, that's how I feel, too. Daily Wire Snow White needs to stick to the original story, but it's still not as weird, weird, weird as Zegler. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um I think uh I think Brett said that they're not like they're not um they're not going to try to do some weird mega Snow White, which of course is true. Like this is why a lot of conservative content has failed in the past is that it goes cringe in the other way. You know what I mean? It goes it goes it goes cringe in the other way. Like, I will admit, though, as I get older, I find, for example, like Hallmark movies a little more palatable, a little more like, you know, it, it might have seemed kind of cringe in the past, but now I'm like, yeah, you know what? At least they're not saying that two 12-year-old boys should be having sex. Brett was good for a meme, but they could do better to find a no-namer from community theater. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm secretly, I'm not secretly Latina on Woke Gamer. I'm, I'm Latinx, Latinx. The, um, 
I just think like I I don't know. Is it weird? Weird, weird. I love I love this for Daily Wire. It's obviously not a movie for me. I'm not interested in seeing Snow White. I don't have any little kids. Uh, but I will say that um, you know, Brett Cooper is not it's not a good choice for anybody who isn't already a fan of Brett Cooper. Does that make sense? And that is saying nothing about her ability to act. I just feel like I'm only going to see Brett Cooper. And uh, I'm not going to see Snow White. But I wish them huge success. And I hope it's I hope it's a wild. By the way, if we get to 4,000 viewers, we're actually sneaking up there. I will do a puppy reveal. <laughs> Jeremy's getting, I bet you get a nap every day. I am getting up there. I don't nap every day, but boy, it would be cool if I did. No, and no disrespect to, to Brett. Do you all forget that Brett is an actress? No, I know she's an actress. I pointed out that she was hired because she was an actress at the Daily Wire. The Daily Wire is doing the same thing. Oh, here we go. It's been it's been exactly 23 minutes since I offended anybody but The Daily Wire hiring Brett Cooper is not a new technique on the la on the right. There are plenty of mid to mildly attractive women who get hired at these companies on the right who are completely apolitical and they get ascended to high positions where Elon Musk is replying to their tweets and um, where they get their own series show on Daily Wire and huge contract um, for somebody that used to be a liberal and has a, had a doxing website because kids had said mean things about her. There are a lot of people on the right that are just paid actors. A lot. You can see it in their inconsistencies in their own views over the years. And uh, it's because there's a ton of money in being a, a pretty a pretty person. Yeah, pretty privilege. Yeah. If you're a pretty girl, you can go work for TPUSA in a heartbeat. I mean, how many fembots do they have? Every girl that works at TPUSA looks exactly the same to me. Like they have, they have, you know, you ever see like, T, we're having um, TPUSA. It's like Charlie Kirk's got his own little harem of um, mid seven uh, thin blonde girls. You'd sell your cheeks in a second if you could. What are you talking about, bro? Do you have any idea how much money I make on my own? Daily Wire couldn't afford me. The um, I'm talking about a lot of these nobodies that are suddenly conservative pundits. <laughs> There's suddenly conservative pundits that we're all supposed to think are based. They're totally based, bro. Ultra Chase, uh, I am talking about people like that, for example. Not just Daily Wire. Beware the fembots, gentlemen. Now, are there fake... Are there fake, like, right-wing men? It seems like less of a, a thing. I think that there is a vacuum for mildly attractive women on the right. 
there is a there's a vacuum for mildly attractive women on the right. There are very there are a lot of very milk toast right wing female YouTubers that absolutely crush it. You know. I'm not naming names, <clears throat> but I'm just saying this has been something I've been pointing out for years. And then people who don't want to hear it say, oh, you're just jealous. I'm like, bro, you want to go paycheck for paycheck? I'll go paycheck to paycheck with any one of these fembots, any one of them. I'm not jealous. I'm just pointing out that there are a lot of paid actors on, in conservative media. I'm not in conservative media. Ian Miles Chong is a perfect example of somebody who is a complete liar for money. Uh, I have no problem calling him up, calling him out. Um, you know, there's a lot of attractive blonde women on the right that are suddenly hardcore conservatives. Now, there is some degree, you know, you can't be like a total dickwad about it. Um, yes, there is. There are people on the right that um, buy babies through 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 child trafficking that still call themselves conservative. Now, if anybody comes to mind there, that's on you. Yeah. This is how desperate the right was for... That's how desperate the right was for cultural influencers. That they were like, oh my God, we're, the left keeps calling us homophobic, so let's, let's prop up these two gay men who buy babies. Based! Based! A gay guy says milk toast conservative things based like and retweet. He's one of the good ones. <laughs> based. I'm not racist. I retweeted a black chick based. A black woman says what? Uh, so a totally milk toast take on abortion based. Take my money. The uh, I'm sure they exist on the left. I just don't know people. I just don't know people on the left. You know what I mean? Like if I look at leftist commentators, Hassan Piker is certainly a grifter and a fake. Um. He doesn't live he doesn't live socialist values. He lives a life that is completely that is completely that is completely surrounded by capitalism, funded by capitalism. And he thinks because he can fundraise for some brown people in the Middle East once a year that he's suddenly conservative or that he's suddenly some leftist hero. The guy drives a uh, lives in a what a multi-million dollar mansion in the Hollywood Hills, factual. He drives a $100,000 Porsche, factual. He wears designer clothes, factual. And his weirdo supporters are always like, oh, socialism is when you can own nothing. It's like, no, I didn't say you can't have a house, but you know, I don't know a lot of socialists outside of the, those in leadership that live in multi-million dollar mansions. I don't know a lot of socialists who drive Porsches outside of those in leadership. You know? There are a lot of fakes on the left. You could look at anybody in Hollywood, probably. You know? 
you know, there's a lot of people in Hollywood that are, you know, fake liberals. Surrogacy isn't child trafficking. I 100% disagree. But we can disagree on that. I know that's more, that's a more like tough take. I'm more like generally down the middle. I'm more generally down the middle. But I think that two people who cannot procreate because of biological reasons, buying a baby is child trafficking. There is an exchange of goods or money for human life. It is by definition trafficking. Why don't they adopt? Because they're so rich they can buy. You know? And then people are like, oh, don't you know? It's totally normal for two men or two women to raise a baby. It's, it's definitely not uh, going to warp the kid at all. Oh, really? Evidence? Well, I don't know. <laughs> don't you like gay people? I just spent 60k adopting a movie. It's crazy. I know that I don't get, Mr. Civility. I don't get that. People, I'm not saying you're lying. Um, I, I believe you're telling the truth. But it's like such a weird thing. Um, it's like I, I would, like if I'm supposed to, we're told that all these people need, um, all these kids need to be adopted. And I believe that they do. Then you should, then it should be more affordable, <laughs> you know? I don't care that you should simp. That's okay. We can agree that children need to be loved. Fair enough. I think that's a fine position, Darth. It shouldn't. Adoption shouldn't cost money. And if it costs that kind of money, then, you know, something's messed up. I have a lot of family members that have been involved in, um, in, uh, fostering and that's truly got the lord's work you end up i have one family member who fosters kids where the, the parents are degenerate alcoholic losers and they still have to and the parent still has like these weird rights over the kids and whenever the parents want to they can come and take the kids back and whenever the parents want to by the way four thousand viewers puppy reveal yeah puppy reveal did you see the um I talked to, I talked about the uh do you guys want to talk about this Matthew Perry thing? I have a feeling that a lot of you won't agree with my position on it. Well, you'll call me soft, which I think is fine. You know, I think that's fine. You know, Matthew Perry, you know, the guy that played Chenandal or Bong on 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 friends for a lot of years um he died over the weekend okay hollywood star dies not gonna shed a tear all right not gonna shed a tear about it um yeah yeah so i already see it starting i care zero about vac celebrities dying fair okay i don't care 
that he died. I'm not going to cry about it. I didn't know him. Um, I really did enjoy Friends. Um, I, and, uh, you know, my wife and I watched a lot. And it was a good show, I think. Objectively, a good show for a lot of years. Obviously, it wasn't very good at the end. What I didn't love was the pissing on his grave before he was even, like, out of the hot tub. Um, the reason people were dunking on him is because he had promoted the vaccine. This tweet is still live from 2021. He literally was selling a t-shirt in the friends font that said, could I be any more vaccinated? 20,000 likes. Obviously a lot of people now coming back to this and completely dunking on him. Okay. But I wanted to point something out. I get it. You're allowed to have your laughs or your schadenfreude. I'm not going to judge people for it. And I, I did make a standalone video. Holy crap. Puppy reveal at 4,000. We might actually do it. No one told him it was going to end this way. He was jabbed and poked and jabbed and then felt. Wait. Oh, wait. He's jabbed and jabbed and then poked. And, oh, I tried. I tried no jabbers. I tried. I couldn't read. Damn you, dyslexia. The, um, here's the thing. Okay. I went through this, you know, even when my, when my dad passed away and my position is damn you, Anthony Fauci, damn you, Pfizer, damn you, late night show hosts, damn you, federal government and local government for making us like this. Where we don't, everyone's just like, you know, because we'll never flip a no. We'll never know, right? We're never going to know uh, if it really was related to the vaccine. And, you know, it, it was like, are we going to, and I, 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 I wholly reject all these idiots that are like, act like a, somebody in their 50s dying of a heart attack has never happened in history. That's how it gets presented. They're like, I never remember a time when 50-year-olds were dying. Bro, there was a time in this in our civilization when people didn't even live to their 50s practically. People have always died young since the beginning of time. It's just we live in a social media era and we have the, you know, the vaccine controversy. I'm not saying that the vaccine kill him. What we can agree with is maybe it's possible that it was, you know, a part of it. But this, I, 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 I don't blame, you know, look, Stephen Colbert dies from COVID. I'm not going to shed any tears. Okay. That guy actively, you know, pushed the jab on people. He would have been fine. Uh, if you know, unvaccinated people were put in jail. Okay. Plus this guy talks shit about Keanu Reeves, but this is the facts about Matthew Perry's health that most people don't have any idea when they're rushing to dunk on the guy for vaccine stuff, okay? This guy was addicted to opioids, hard, hard opioids for 15 years, had already suffered several heart attacks, obliterated his liver from 20 years of hard alcohol, and had his pancreas burst. That's just a short list of the health problems that Matthew Perry had before this happened. So, you know, I think that, you know, I don't like 
that people are just like, ha 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 ha. He said good thing about jab. He's dead now. Ha suck it nerd. Like it's disgusting when the left does that. Right? So I don't like doing it. And the fact of the matter is, and again, damn the system that won't ever tell us the truth. This is who, this is who math, this is what was going on in, underneath Matthew Perry's skin, for example. So when everybody ran to laugh at him for the, and I get, you're allowed to do that. You know what I mean? Matthew Perry had dozens, dozens of life-saving surgeries, 15 trips to rehab, and spent $9 million trying to get clean. This is just like a tiny amount of the health stuff that's happened to this guy. His body was broken. 6,000 visits to Alcoholics Anonymous. Rehab 15 times. 12 surgeries. This is a guy that if people think this guy was, oh, he's a perfectly healthy 54-year-old before he got the vaccine. Fucking got him. Got him. In 2019, just four years ago, he escaped death after his colon burst due to opioid overdose. This was three, four years ago. He slipped into a coma for two weeks, and when he came to, he had to have a colostomy bag. Just two years later, this is a year ago, he suffered another brush with death at a rehab facility in Switzerland. Doctors administered a sedative, which interacted with the opioids in his ravaged body, causing his heart to stop beating. They managed to resuscitate him, but broke eight ribs in the process. Do they not know how? I know you can break a rib doing CPR, but eight? I mean, this guy's body was broken. Oh, is that what it's from? The constipation? There was a short time in my life when I was, you know, look, like Vicodin's made me feel good. And there was like, um, you know, a time in which it was readily available to me. And I do remember the constipation part of it. But like, if you don't break ribs, you're not doing CPR right. That's kind of true. People do say that, but eight of them? So I guess, you know, my position on him, um, you know, is did the vax contribute to it? Maybe. You know, absolutely maybe. At one point, his gums were so diseased from his debauched lifestyle that the top of his front teeth fell out when he was eating toast. That's who, that's his body. You know, like it's, um, he also had, um, by the way, he was also a heavy smoker and was on medicines for COPD. He was on COPD medicine and still smoking cigarettes from what I could tell. So, I mean, again, this is a guy that was taking 55 Vicodin a day. 
55 Vicodin a day. And people are like, well, he got the jab. That's what killed him. He got the jab. That's what killed him. Ha 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 ha. It seems extremely unlikely that that's the, that that's the reason he died. Now, we'll find out when they have an autopsy. But the, the, the crappy thing was... If he had died in that hot, hot tub in 21, they'd be saying he died from COVID. <laughs> Probably. It would, it would have been called uh, COVID-related or something like that. Complications due to COVID-19. Something like that. Um, I mean, he was taking 55 Vicodin a day, drinking every night. Smoking cigarettes. Had COPD. Do you think, in Chandler's voice... Could it be his, could his body have been any more destroyed? $10 a pill, but he could afford it. Dude, in Hollywood, he probably just went to 10 different doctors and he had them covered by his insurance. Holy crap, we're 200 people away from puppy reveal. I might want to, I might have to do this. Um, let me see. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not saying, you know, I, I'm not saying if we get to 4,000 and we can do a puppy reveal if, she, if she's awake. I, if I could have afforded to take that many Vicodin or perks, I totally would have. Well, that's a thing. Like, I know my mom's watching, so mom, relax. Okay. But there was a time when... There was some like deadbeat dude at the bar that would sell his, you know, he was in there selling Vicodins for $5 each, you know, and they were just around. You could get, if you wanted, you could get them. Um, and uh, obviously I never did that. I never purchased someone's prescription, but they were around and, you know, though I loved them. I'm glad they, they, I'm glad that they got more difficult to obtain. I'll put it that way. Um, I think that they, uh, you know, if you go to the suburbs, you know, like where, where I live, a lot of people, this is the path, right? Um, they get to, they get, um, they start on Vicodins or Perks, really. Percocets are much more difficult to get and they're way more expensive. Some people charge 40 or $50 a pill. Okay, and they're a dollar on a with a with insurance, right? They start on perks, they can't afford them, and then they go to heroin and they overdose because they don't know how to do it, or they get some weird heroin, or you know something like that, you know. All right, I'm gonna see if I can do the puppy reveal. You guys deserve it. You guys showed up. Like it was, it was, it took a while today, but we got there. Yeah. $1 per milligram. Okay. There you go. I'm just saying like, I'm just, I'm just being real with you guys. And by the way, like don't, they're extremely addictive. And there was, there were the only reason I probably didn't go down the, down the rabbit hole worse is that I woke up one day and I felt the need for it. Like I started to feel like I needed it. And then I was like, oh, hold on. 
your body is like addicted to it now, you know, like that, that was a wake up call for me when I was like, suddenly it was like, oh, my body is in pain and angry and mad because I'm not taking more because I'm not taking Vicodin. And it was at that moment when I was like, holy shit, this is how it happens. You know? That's, that's, how, that's how it happened, you know? I think that, uh, you know, people that pretend that they've never dealt with addiction, you know, well, I mean, I'm sure everyone has their thing, you know? Um, but oh, I got to sneeze. Okay. Puppy reveal time. You guys have been good. There are now 4,000 of you. I'd like to reveal my diversity hire. My all-black German Shepherd. Little Bean, come here. She's going to pee on my floor. <laughs> come here. Yeah, it's Daddy. <laughs> Hold on. All right, you ready? Oh, yeah. Oh, here we go. It's Onyx. What do you have to say? She licked the mic. If she licked the mic, does that mean she just gave everyone a kissy? I think so. Oh, who's your good puppy? This is uh, Onyx. She is a girl. I know you see the orange collar and you think, that must be a boy. But it's a girl. And she is perfect in every conceivable way. For now, she'll probably be a huge pain in my ass at some point. She already is attacking the cat. And uh, her ears right now are down, you'll notice. This is my wife's favorite phase of German Shepherd. It's when they one is down and one gets up. But once she gets some more protein... Did you wake her up from a nap? She looks tired. <laughs> um... Oh, she sees the, she sees the, she saw the rumble rant and chased it. Um, it's still not an excuse to be a slacker. <laughs> the, um, she, uh, well, her ears will be up soon. Um, until you see her mama, <laughs> her ears will be up soon. Um, but for now they're down probably like week 10. She's only eight weeks old. She wants to know what is the snack payoff for the appearance? Well, that's a good question. Where's my biltong guy? I bet you puppies could have biltong. Uh-oh. You hear your brother's barking? Huh? Huh? All right. Go back to mama. Ah, your nails are sharp. Oh yeah, now she, yeah. The dog doesn't like my wife way better than me. That's the way it goes. Yes, tacos for dinner. Yeah. 
Take her from my presence. Tell her to go get a job. What's that? There's yak cheese she can have. <laughs> Thank you. She may make another appearance someday. The, um, yeah, she's been pretty good. She's been pretty good. Thanks, Emily. That's nice of you to say. She's been pretty good. Her job is streaming. Yeah. If you were potty trained, your wife would like you. I know that's true. Cutest time for the shepherd is when the ears are half up and the tips flop of each ear. Yeah, it's true. I thought, um, you know, the, uh, my other dogs, they still don't really know what to do with her. I think if she looked like the normal shepherd, they might have accepted her sooner. But I think they're looking at like, um, they're looking at her and she's like, wait, this isn't a, she doesn't look like us. But I can tell you, she sure acts like them. The, um, hey, by the way, I want to shout out everybody. Thank you for being here. Uh, just so you know, in the future, I start at noon. So two hours before right now, I start. If you're, uh, if you're here now and you're a first time viewer, please say hi in the chat. If you haven't yet, there's a follow button. I'm, I'm so close to 170,000 followers here. If you click that follow, there's a green follow button right here. If you click that, that would be, that's all I ever ask. And, and that if you get time to come to the streams at noon on weekdays, um, and then also if you want to support the channel directly, and now this, if you want to support little Onyx directly, little Onyx, she needs your help. Oh, Russell Brand had JBP live. Yeah, that, that maybe that's why we started a little slow today. But uh, if you liked, um, if you like the channel, you want to support my team, which is more, you know, the people that make the meme intros, the graphic designer, and now Onyx, there's a join button right here where you can click support and it's five bucks a month. It's the price of a Red Bull or whatever. Um, and if you click support, we'll do some members only stuff in November and it goes miles, miles and miles. You might think, oh, it's five bucks a month. Someone else can do it. Trust me. If you click that join button below the video and you know a couple hundred of you join, that goes a long way to fewer ad reads. You notice I don't have as many ad reads here on Rumble, right? That's because you guys support that way. The, um, I sacrificed a red, but oh, I see it. Yeah, thank you, Malpheus. I appreciate that. FN Media, thanks. Welcome for first time viewer. Um, the, what if you already spend $29.99 a month to save Jews in Russia? <laughs> well, I think that, you know, the American uh, government is doing that. Support me. Your millions from Netflix for no one knows what. Put it with the rest of them. Babe, time to do our daily $250,000 sponsored Instagram post for Del Taco. I shouldn't have left the made up nonsense. That clip, by the way, Family Guy has really. Family Guy has really fallen off. Like, what's with the voice acting? Why is it so, like, weird? Um, all oh, the Chandlers this Halloween are going to be sad. Oh, savage. 
Jeremy should do a Sunday stream on locals on members only. Yeah. I need to do a members only stream, but I need to get enough members to make it like once we get to like, f you know, 500 members or something like that, then I think it's worth it. Um, I think then it'll feel more fun because there'll be enough people in the chat. So hopefully we can get there in November. I know times are tough though and expensive. Things are expensive right now. So I don't want to be that guy. I did an annual sub because I had an email from a Nigerian prince telling me that a fortune was left in my name. That's smart. That's a good write-off immediately. That's smart. Yeah, Family Guy used to be funny. And then they started like, they did the, like the Trump episode, which was cringe and dumb. And they did like, um, you know, a lot of this like weird on the nose. I'm calling BS on the 55 Vicodin in a day. The acetaminophen would kill you alone. That's not true because you can get Vicodin. You can get hydrocodone without the uh, acetaminophen in it. You could get just, you know, the pure pill. Normally you get like hydrocodone, which is like five milligrams of hydrocodone and 350 milligrams of aspirin. But you can get it without the aspirin, I'm sure. Because people are allergic to aspirin. Do you remember when um, Scott Cawthorn, do you remember him from uh, Five Nights at Freddy's? Remember um, the uh, <clears throat> yeah? I remember. I remember during the Brett Favre directory or uh, documentary that he was taking so many Vicodin, it was killing his body, and his body would automatically vomit it up. And the only way he would pick through his vomit to find the Vicodin, and then drink it down with milk, so that his body would um, keep him in his body and stuff like that. Yeah, Percocet is basically no Advil. Advil, it's just pure power, right? That too. Exclusive interviews on locals. If you have Alex Schoen again, drive a, a subscription drive. Yeah, that might be cool. So Scott Cawthorn was the is the creator of Five Nights at Freddy's, which is a horror video game for kids. Um, you know, it was never something that was, you know, it was never really something that I watched, but, um, certainly there are people that, you know, got into it and, um, you know, lots, he got canceled. The creator of this horror video game got canceled simply for donating money to Trump, you know, like because he, and that's all he did he didn't say like trans people bad or anything like that all he did was donate money to Trump and this guy who had created a I don't know a hundred million dollar franchise Jeremy's advice about drug use don't same as someone else forced what have I said that's wrong I said literally nothing wrong about you're taught do you I don't even understand. Uh, you know, there are absolutely more, uh, there are more nuanced takes on it, but I don't think anything I've said about it is 
wrong. I took lots of hydrocodone back in the day 20 plus. My cousin took 45 or so, 10 megs a day. Yeah, that's nuts. People hear what they want. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, I'm talking about opioid use as someone who used it. I'm, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I have literal firsthand experience. The, um, the, uh, yeah, so all this guy did was, all this guy did was donate to Trump and they canceled him. And then look, I'm, I'm sure this is just a coincidence, but the critics gave his movie, which by the way, set records, set records. I'm sure it had nothing to do with the critics, the, the totally unbiased fans of film. I'm sure it had nothing to do with them giving it a 26%. So like, here's what I say of, of, about the movie. Yeah, Stubbs, exactly. If they're mad that I said Vicodin when it's really Percocet or whatever, you know, anybody who's actually used knows it's all the same thing. Yeah. Um, the, uh, I mean, I saw the movie. Here's what I'll say. Five Nights at Freddy's is not necessarily a movie for 40 year old men. Um, I don't think that like, it's, <laughs> it was not a bad movie. It's just like, you know, as the best kids movie is not going to feel like some amazing thing for somebody who's 40 years old and has to get up in the middle of the night to pee, you know, but, <coughs> excuse me, but the, I don't think it was amazing. I, I, I think it was fine. I think it was a seven out of 10, six or seven out of 10. But I also know that if you're a fan of Five Nights at Freddy's, you probably gave it an eight out of 10 or a nine out of 10. And that's exactly what happened. The, the audience gave it an 88%. I'm not going to give any spoilers. So, and this is the exact same thing that happened with Mario Bros. The fans gave it a 95%. The critics gave it a 59%. I don't think the movie was a 9 out of 10, even though it had all the member berries, but it certainly was not a 6 out of 10, a 5.9 out of 10. Both of these movies will make a billion dollars too, by the way. So with the Super Mario Brothers movie, I think that there are several critics that gave it negative marks because Chris Pratt was the voice of Mario. Now, Chris Pratt has never come out and said anything, has never really said anything uh, like about Trump or being a Republican or any of this stuff. See ya, Aaron. He has never said anything overtly Republican. Chris Pratt is just a family man that happens to go to church. But Hollywood decided he was a mega conservative. I'm sure that had nothing at all to do with its 59%. Just like, I mean, Five Nights at Freddy's is not a 2.6 out of 10. It's quite frankly not a 2.6 out of 10. That's just verifiably untrue. 
Oh, hey, thanks. Yeah, they deleted my credit card info too, Cocteau. I don't know. It just, I meant, I was like super chatting Salty Cracker and it wasn't in there anymore, even though I did put it in there. This movie is not a 2.6 out of 10. And by the way, if it's a 2.6 out of 10, that means like your average review score is, you know, there's probably some ones in there. There's literally some zero star reviews in here to get it that low. Are you like, are you kidding me? This movie is not a 26%. But I'm sure it has nothing to do with Scott Cawthorn being a Republican. By the way, this movie had literally the biggest opening weekend uh, for Blumhouse. It beat Halloween and more. Like, Five Nights at Freddy's $78 million weekend. By the way, it did $78 million and didn't even... And it also had the same day release on streaming. So you could see it on the exact same day it was in the theater without even paying for... Without even paying to go to the theater if you had Peacock. I think it was on Peacock. So it was on, it's on Peacock. You didn't even have to go to the theater to see it. And it still did $80 million. And like only in the video game industry, like if you donate a hundred million dollars to Obama and he uses it to, to fund his drone strikes on brown people, you don't get canceled. But if you donate 200,000 or 200 bucks to Trump, you have to step down your own company. He had to step down from his own company over this. That's that that's what they made. This guy had to quit his own company, the company he started. I, I just, you know, this is so weird. Molten Salt Mario Bros. is okay. Yeah, I fell asleep during the first time I watched it. I don't think like I don't think that it was the most amazing movie I've ever seen. It was a fine movie. But what I think is people now. People now are so excited to get a movie that is just not political and it's just pure escapism. You know, to me, I thought, I thought the Super Mario movie was like a six, if I remember correct, maybe a seven with the nostalgia berries. Uh, Seth Rogen as Diddy Kong was a brutal choice. He was terrible. He was absolutely terrible. He showed up. He didn't try to change his voice at all. If 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 Donkey Kong, if Diddy Kong had said "Huh, weed Lamau," I would not have been surprised. You know, like he, every time he opened his mouth, it was so bad. I was like, "Oh, Seth Rogen!" Like it, it was. Uh, he didn't even try, or he was Kong, not Diddy Kong. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Donkey Kong, but like. Uh, it was so bad. You see Gina Carano uh, torch Kathleen Kennedy. Gina Carano revealed, <coughs> excuse me, in a tweet. I need a drink, but we're almost we're already <coughs> we're already over. I ran over on stream because you all showed up late. Mario movie was mid at best. Fight me. I'm not going to fight you over it. You know? 
Gina Carano revealed in this in this tweet thread that uh, that Kathleen Kennedy and Disney told her that she had to unfollow certain YouTubers because they made fun of Kathleen Kennedy. That seems like a pretty big bombshell. You know, at least to me, it does. Seems like a pretty big, pretty big deal. The fact that Dis that Disney told her, "Hey, you've got to unfollow the." I'm sure it was the quartering and geeks and gamers and stuff like that. I'm sure. I'm a hundred percent sure that's that's what it was. But the fact that she revealed it, it seems pretty spicy. It's very, very weird. Very weird, weird, weird. And you might say to yourself, Jeremy, we've had some crazy race swaps this year. And uh, you'd be right. Obviously, we have a brown Snow White now, praise be. Uh, we, have, we had a black Little Mermaid. Also, praise be, if you didn't pay double the price to see, if you don't pay double the price to see The Little Mermaid, if you didn't, then you're terrible. And if you don't pay double to see The Brown Snow White, you're also terrible. We've seen the um, woke Rob Yen Hood. Uh, we've seen uh, innumerable race swaps uh, through the years. Uh, Little Mermaid, obviously, pretty hilarious. Um, but obviously, there's other great examples you know, throughout the years, even, um, we could look at the Batman movie, uh, you know, race swapping Gordon, things of that nature. Um, sometimes it works. Okay. Other times it's kind of bizarre. It doesn't fit. And we know that there are, you know, various, <coughs> excuse me, uh, quotas in order to qualify for awards in Hollywood to certainly qualify for, Certain levels of funding, we know, you know, gender swapping, you know, having the, the female doctor. You know, everyone knows how Doctor Who was wildly successful um, now that there's a female doctor. Isn't everyone talking about how Doctor Who is this huge financial and ratings success now that it's finally a woman? Well, there's new reports on it. By the way, shout out the publica.com for breaking this. Even Kevin Sorbo. Kevin Sorbo put out our tweet. You know, you might not know this, but uh, I do own a news agency called thepublica.com. Michael B. Jordan, by the way, who I think plays a, you know, a great uh, Apollo Creed son uh, in the Creed series. I've got nothing personally against uh, Michael B. Jordan at all. Seems like every redhead ever, by the way, is being replaced by, uh, you know, a person of color. Hashtag look into it. Michael B. Jordan is rumored to be Disney's frontrunner to play Hercules in the live action remake of the classic animated film. Leave a like if you just rolled your eyes or leave a like on the video if you if you just aren't even surprised anymore. If you're just a thousand percent regular this is this is no no shock at all to you 
The news follows an insider revealing that Disney was hoping to cast a non-white actor in the role. Here's the thing. This stuff is starting to backfire for Disney. We saw, obviously, um, South Park's expert takedown of them with Enter the Panderverse. But we've also seen a general malaise when it comes to seeing these woke live-action remakes. There's nothing wrong. I have no quarrel with Halle Bailey. She never said anything disparaging, as far as I know, about the original Little Mermaid. I never saw any um, you know, real negative. She seems like a fine person. Disney said, hey, we, have to, we can't have a redhead. No redheads in Hollywood. America doesn't like redheads anymore. We've got to replace them with a black person. That's what Hollywood does now. Let's see. <laughs> Kevin Sorbo even puts this out and says, is he looking forward to the Mike Tyson featuring, the Mike Tyson movie featuring Jason Statham? It's crazy. I'd rather see The Rock for the millionth time. I probably wouldn't. Um, that's on par for Disney's failed attempts at remakes. You see these movies, like I said, Little Mermaid lost money or it was pretty close to breaking even, I think, to be fair. Uh, Snow White will almost certainly lose money. Um, that, that That's a movie that's already spawned. An, they've had to remake the entire movie. They've had to go in and take, uh, take um, all of the culturally diverse dwarves that they put in and now they've replaced them with CGI. Do you think that that was a creative decision? No, that was that they looked at how that film was tracking and they knew that it was going to be a financial disaster. And by the way, it still will be. Reports that Michael B. Jordan may star in live action Hercules remake prompts confusion and criticism. This again from uh, Natasha Blaze over at, or uh, Natasha, sorry, over at thepublico.com. Shout out, bookmark the website. News that Michael B. Jordan's Disney frontrunner to play Hercules in the live-action remake of the film has raised eyebrows online, for critics are saying yet another example of woke race swapping. Look, by the way, Michael B. Jordan is cut. He's, ex- he's, he's you know, physically, he could look the part. He's extremely fit. It's just not, he's not Hercules. In fact, it, it would break all the lore. It, it would... I didn't know how there's a lot of black Greek gods that would also make Zeus black. Anyway, I digress. The original 1997 animated film was based on the legendary Greek hero, Hercules, uh, whose name and mythology was adapted by the Romans. I'm sorry, Heracles uh, was adapted by the Romans in a more commonly referenced Hercules. He was the greatest of the Greek heroes and became an inspirational figure for Roman emperors who often styled themselves in his likeness. Well, sure. The 1997 film was set in ancient Greece, where Hercules was presented as the son of Zeus and Hera. Struggling to control his divine strength and curious about his origins, Hercules visits the temple of Zeus one day and discovers he is half man, half god, but can earn back his godhood by defeating several evil creatures to prove he's a hero. In the original film, The character is voiced by James Woods, prominent conservative. I wonder if that also plays into it. With an all-star cast, including Danny DeVito as Phil, Rip Torn as Zeus, due to the popularity of the original, many have been anticipating the live-action remake. But in 2021, it was leaked that Disney was, quote, looking to cast a non-white actor in the role. 
Despite claiming that they were not ruling out casting a white male, Hollywood insider Daniel Rickman speculated that Disney was actively pursuing a person of color to lead the live-action remake. Now look, I prefer Kevin Sorbo as Hercules as well. Um, but he's white, and now he's probably a little old. He's probably not in the same physical condition that he was. I actually, you know, shout out to those old shows. I used to watch um, Hercules, <coughs> excuse me, and Xena. I loved it. Zero, Xena, Warrior, Warrior Princess, and uh, Hercules were awesome. I know they were cheesy, but for whatever reason, I loved them. Earlier this week, rumors began to circulate that American actor Michael B. Jordan may be in talks to take the role. While casting among many other details is still unconfirmed, many took to Twitter to express their criticism of the direction the film needs to be apparently is taking. Well, you know, this is, I mean, I absolutely love this. Uh, I, I think they do. This is called what is called job security. If you're somebody like me who deals with, um, you know, idiotic moves by Disney and things like that. I think, yeah, cast Dylan Mulvaney to play Hera. I think that's a great idea. I think you should get a drag queen to play um, some some role too. A man dressed as a woman. Got to do that. You got to, you, you have to have to, you know, you have to do that. Michael B. Jordan is tapped to star in the new Disney film, Hercules. I hesitate between laughing and crying when there will be a, when will there be a biopic on Rosa Parks, played by Muriel Robin? F. Wokeism wrote political commentator Johan Power. Oh, I can't pronounce any of those names. And you see this bad decision after bad decision. Uh, others decried the potential casting choices inaccurate and politically motivated. Although Rocketman star Teron Edgerton is reportedly up for the role, also. Inside the Magic.com points out that Jordan has remained the top contender over the past few years because of his action star status. This is not the first time Disney has been flamed for race swapping characters in a remake of one animated classic. In 2019, they sparked widespread debate after the black American actress and singer Halle Bailey was played Ariel and no one paid to see it. More recently, Rachel Zegler, the Latina star of Disney's upcoming live action Snow White film, faced backlash. I mean, at what point do we do we admit that this is not a coincidence that this is a purposeful agenda. I mean, I think that we all know at this point it's it's on purpose, right? It is. They think well, clearly they must see their dollars and cents in this. But the only takeaway I can have for this is that they think white people will just see whatever, and that black people need to see themselves in a movie to pay to see it. That must be what they what they think. I don't know what else motivates this. I can't be sure. Um, you know, I don't have any, again, just like with every one of these, Michael B. Jordan shouldn't get any backlash for taking this role, although it would be based if he said, nah, Hercules is white. This is crazy. I mean, it would, would get a lot more credit from me if he turned it down for that reason. Um, but he's still taking a job, right? It's not his job for just working. And Disney's the one that chose him. Disney's the one that's, you know, could, I mean, do you think maybe Chris Hemsworth might play a good Hercules? I think it would probably be pretty good. He's already best lo he's already loved. He's already in the Disney, he's on Disney payroll through Marvel films. I think he would be great for her, you know, for Hercules. But apparently, you know, they've got to say, nope, it's gotta be Michael B. Jordan. 
I, I don't know if Disney's ever going to learn, but I, I'm, I'm happy and blessed that I get to be here and hang out with all of you to laugh and point and laugh at all this stuff. When the, if they really do go down this road, it will be an amazing dumpster fire. If you enjoy it too, I hope that you'll leave a like on the video and hit that follow and or subscribe button down below. It's extremely important. <coughs> oh, shoot. I'm gonna have to remember to edit that out. Oh, it's so dry. It's extremely... I hope that you'll leave a like on the video or subscribe or follow down below. It's extremely important because it's hard enough to find viewers the way it is, the way the algorithms are. I sincerely hope that uh, that uh, you, I'll earn that subscription or follow today. We'll talk to you again real soon. Hey, enough with the Jew shit in chat, all right? It's fucking cringe. If you're spamming nonstop shit about Jews, get the fuck out of here, all right? It's not funny. It's stupid. Um, don't be weird. All right. Uh, Fat Steven uh, says, uh, when do we all get a White Roots movie then? Yeah, that would be sweet. Pac-Man Kevin Sorbo's Hercules. Yeah, that's true. Fat Steven says, Dylan Mulvaney's going to be Hera. I agree. Cocteau says, the woke pigs in the UK government and media are actually teaching kids in school that blacks built Stonehenge and were Roman emperors. It's getting way out of hand. That is very weird. Uh, Fat Stevens says, I want Jeremy playing Brie Larson in her life story documentary. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Pagman, Hercules was introduced in the MCU in the post credit scene of Love and Thunder. Oh, that's true. He was. <laughs> By humidifier? Oh, that might be it. Yeah, that might be it. Yeah, it's real close to some Owen Benjamin stuff. You see what's happening to him. The dude can't breathe without race baiting. Yeah, 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 that's true. I don't know what happened to him. He used to be a comedian, right? I think I could do a better Bree than Bree. What about Leslie Jones? That would be pretty good. I'd pay to see that. I'd buy that for a dollar. Like hundred percent, hundred percent. All right. Well, I I I ran over by a uh, uh, half hour today, but if you're here now and it's your first time, please say hi in the chat. And uh, if you haven't yet, if this green follow button down in here says follow, make sure you click it. I go live every weekday. I really want to see. Like I love tomorrow at noon. Central, so two and a half hours before now. If we start the show with three or four thousand, that would be so amazing. Um, I, I would really, really love if you come back tomorrow. Um, we cover not just like world news, but also entertainment news and stuff like that. Um, and uh, I hope that you'll follow me, and I hope that you'll be here tomorrow. I didn't tell you. Don't leave yet. I'm doing a giveaway of $10,000 worth of stuff for just my Rumble viewers. $10,000. A PlayStation 5, a Nintendo Switch OLED, a Steam Deck, a, uh, an Xbox Series X, a brand new Meta PCs gaming computer, 20 different $70 gift cards to Nintendo, 20 $70 gift cards to Amazon, 20 $70 gift cards to Steam, uh, the Rivendell Lego set, like so many things like 
I wanted to break it down so people really have a good chance to win. You know, a lot of people do, oh, a giveaway, you know, um, I'll never win. Well, that's why I wanted to put together, like, I'm still adding to the prize pool. Um, and uh, I think it's going to be awesome. And all you have to do is be, a, you know, follow the channel here on, on Rumble and participate in the live streams. That's going to be the rules, just so people know. I'm not announcing it until... I'm not announcing the details until November 1st, but all you have to do is be here during the live streams for, you know, a two week period. You either here during the live or you participate in the replay of it. So even if you can't make the 12 to two live stream timeframe, I'm going to give people a chance to, like, if people watch it later, they'll still be able to enter. And by the way, just, yeah. So make sure you follow now. If you don't have the rumble app, get that, sign up for an account. Uh, it's going to be fun. Um, you know, I'm going to pick one random user from each day's live stream and then one let random commenter from each day's replay, you know, down here. And I'm going to make sure it's within the 24 hours. And then we'll pick a bunch of winners and we'll mail out a ton of stuff. Um, you could support the channel, though, by clicking this join button down below here. It's five bucks a month, but it goes directly towards my team, which is two full-time video editors, a graphic designer, um, and my puppy Onyx. It's a price of a cup of coffee per month, but it goes miles. We're going to do some members only streams, uh, in November. Um, but I really, really hope that, um, you'll, you'll support me today. Um, because believe me, it goes a lot further than you think. Uh, a lot further than you think. Ammo gift cards. I could do that, but where should I get them from? So yeah, if you click the join and support, I, like you're probably thinking, let someone else do it. But if you, if you know, don't wait for someone else to do it. Support, it goes a long way. We'll see you tomorrow at noon. Be here. And then we'll, um, I'll have some of the prizes starting to show up on the set and maybe I'll dress up tomorrow or something like that. Um, we'll have to wait and see and, uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Can't wait to see you.